Just Winging It is back again, folks. We're back again in the studio. Yeah, we are. It's been uh, two days since the last time. I never realized it until this moment. That's our new intro right there. That's That's it. it. Do it again. Let's back again in the studio. I'm kind of going for like now that I got kind a clean like R&B, version. Like let's back again. You know, kind of like little, <laughs> little, little touch I'm John Abdullah with Patrick the Green. virtuoso here. <laughs> I'm Patrick Green coming up with jingles left and right. Um, Jingle master. I do do that actually. Do you ever like in your head when you see like the name of a of a business mm-hmm. come up with like a jingle for it? Not so much, but what I do 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 uh um with kids all the time now is uh like use a song you know use a beat or from a song or whatever and Mm -hmm. then just replace the words with something about you know changing a diaper or something (laughs) that happens all all the the words are always go the fuck to sleep right now yeah yeah yeah. exactly (laughs) yeah um i I do it like for every time we're in a business and i think about like how they could which probably why i do so much communications work i always think about like how they could like market themselves you know specifically through jingles and and you jingleize some reason it comes back to jingles but you don't hear jingles anymore you You know i just heard one yesterday because i heard that there's a great radio lab on um poison control have you heard of that heard that one i have not heard that one. Oh man new so no uh it's a few months old and bethany had pointed it out and i'm like i you know i don't really want to listen to one about poison control right but she convinced me because she had already heard it and it's it's actually it's really interesting because there's just assumptions about you know what those what poison control even is, and uh, it was illuminating to see how that all started and how they do it. But anyway, they have a jingle, um, which what? was just ridiculous what because it? it was so upbeat. I mean, I guess jingles have to be, um, and it's mostly about the phone number, which was one eight hundred. It was one eight hundred two 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 one two 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 two. Which so that's we're doing. That was our close PSA to my right Actual now. phone number. That's uh, actually sort of haunting. Really? Yeah. Um, that's funny. And and it's just like this upbeat, you know, guy about you know poison. But it's um, a legit thing because because Radiolab yeah. does like fake commercials, like that. Like they had the one about oh that'd um, be hilarious. Brain chemicals where there was like oxytocin. No, I'm pretty sure like a, this this was a real one. This was like an actual. I can't say 100 like, percent sure, but because they didn't, they would. I think they would have said you know that it wasn't real. It, it was specifically. Do you remember like, how it goes? Can we hear it? I don't. I mean, I could try to dig. Well, it you don't up. have to dig it up, but I want to hear you sing it. I really I don't remember enough about well, it. Well, then it's a bad fucking jingle. That's true, actually. You know, I think my favorite jingle of all time is Empire Carpet. Ugh, Do you remember God. that one? I, uh, how could you forget it's it? It's so elaborate, isn't it? It's just like it's like Empire. a fucking... It's like a 1940s like, radio musical. Do the whole thing. Go ahead. 800-588-2300 Empire. Today. Boom. <laughs> You've got it, right? man. I love that the fucking jingle, jingle master. I'm the I'm the jingle master. The jingle master. It's a boss battle. Yeah. Your, so I'm I'm MC Tumbleweeds. You're MC Tumbleweeds, and I'm I'm Jingle Jiggles Jangle, <laughs> Jingle Jiggles Jangle Boy, Jingle Boy. Anyway, what the fuck's going on? It's what been two days since we recorded. For, what would the jingle be for Jingle Jangles Jingle Boy? Uh, it, it it would be it would be it be boom 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 boom. I'm a Jingle Jangle Jingle Boy. I'm a Jingle Jingle Jangle Boy. I'm sitting in a studio waiting to record this episode. What the fuck we talking about, John? Boom, 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 boom. That's what I would do. The audience can't see my tears of just like, I can't even contain. It's elation. It's it is. really elation. Angelic voice. I mean, even Mount Mananoc, you know, where we hiked, which we'll probably talk more about today. But yeah. but Micah and I have like a jingle that we sing when we go to it because Mount Mananoc is such like a. That's true. It's such a great, it's such like an onomatopoetic word. I guess it's not really onomatopoetic. Yeah. It's just a great, it's just a great word. Don't you love like the little like inside things that you have now as a family that mean nothing to anyone else but are so funny? Yeah, I feel like we have a lot of those. I I feel like it, and I don't. I can't tell if they're actually funny (laughs) to other people, but to us they are. So, so for us, we have one um, where you know you'll ask someone to do something and they clearly don't want to do it, right? And the other person goes. It's what I live for. And it's from, <laughs> do you know what that's from? No. It, it's from? It's from The Little Mermaid, and it's, um, what's her face, the villain in that movie? Oh, Ursula? It's Ursula. It's what I live for. Yeah, yeah, and it's just the most random thing, right? But it's like, when yeah. you use it properly, it's so funny. We have something that's just like that, where, where like we try to out, like kind of gross out each other by saying, like, that's my thing. So, so, like, so I'll be like, oh, my God, I got to go take a shit on the way to the, it should be like, that's my thing. <laughs> like, God damn it, Micah! <laughs> trying to find the That's most the amazing. most inappropriate places yep, to like yep. sneak that in, yeah. It's but it's, it's weird. There's there's definitely moments at home where because the kids also pick up on these jokes and do them too. Like Jude, Jude actually got in trouble. Oh no! The other day because he was talking about starting a butt fire at school. That's fair. 
And I don't think Wait he actually brought that, it up. That's a coming of age. Like every kid has to yeah, get to that he's, point. He's five. I mean, this is not. He's not coming of age yet. He's a, yeah. You know. I guess that's true. And I, but I don't think he even started. I think his friend did he was actually like, bring like a Zippo and start to. You he know, did. He actually just his... lit a grenade in his butt and, and farted mm. it out. Well, that'll and, do what I guess. To be fair, that was a little bit over the top. But yeah. no, but he, but he was like, he was like, oh, it's a butt fire, and and some and this kid Ben was like, yeah, Jude said butt fire, and he got in trouble for it. And I was like, Jude, it's not that big of a deal. Thank you for telling me. But I want you to know, like, you know, there's definitely a separation between what we can say at home, yeah. what we can say at school, but I'm not, like, mad about it. It's okay. You didn't hurt anybody. But if you say that again, I'm going to fucking rip your head off, <laughs> and I'm going to stuff you in the garbage can, <laughs> and that's the end of the story. And then I lit him on fire. That was it. And then you were like, but that was hilarious. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, but well done. Well done, sir. Um, no, but he's a, he's, he's a funny He's kid. a little butt fire, that one. He's a little butt fire. We have, it's the, the full-ass the, green way. The inside jokes that we have in our family are so fucking funny. And it, you, you kind of develop this like language that you can use at home, That's which right. isn't just like gross-out stuff, but it's also just the ways that we, like, for example, we, we all kind of pick up on Henry's baby talk-isms sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah, things yeah. that are really funny, we kind of like never let like, go of. And even Henry, who has moved past those things. Yeah. Like, for example, when he used to say Spider-Man, he would say paella or paella <laughs> a lot, which sounds like, you know, like paella, uh-huh. um, which is delicious. And and we still like sometimes we'll, we'll be like, hey, has anybody seen like the paella? And and Henry Ugh. would be like the Spider Man. I mean paella. You know, that's <laughs> like, the cutest thing. Yeah, I love the, the way they pronounce words right now. You know, Luke's eighteen months. Yeah, what's Luke saying? Um, and so one thing that he's been doing recently, so he just loves when when he has a piece of food or whatever, and he hands it to you to eat on it, eat it as well. Yes. So like he's feeding you, which is disgusting because it's always like covered in his. Germs. Do you do it? I usually don't. Yeah, but I'm like, you know what? He had like an apple the other day, a slice of apple, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna indulge him on this one. I pretend to usually. Those. That's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll pretend. You make to. a show of it, and then you say, right. "Oh, that was great." But Here's then, the rest for you. As you get closer and closer, you start to see it's just like dripping with saliva and, and hair. Just, like, the There's hair, like so much fucking always hair. hair on yeah. it. But in this case, I just went for it and I crunched the apple. You ate it. Um, I did, and I had to keep doing it because then, of course, he got so much entertainment out of the, <laughs> right. like, me crunching it. Right. And after each bite, he would just go, "Mummy." You know, meaning yummy, because we usually right. we say like, "Is that yummy?" And he would just go, "Yummy, like mummy, mummy." It's the cutest thing. And then after every single bite, I had to you know confirm, or else he would just keep saying it until I acknowledged that it was yummy. Right. Um, he also had a gun out. To be fair, he was holding yeah, a gun true. to your head yeah, during yeah. this. He does. There was a lot of pressure. I mean, Henry does that too. He he really wants me to like share with him, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, that's behavior that I obviously want to like reward because it's nice to do that. Right. So like, even it's the disgusting. worst case scenario is I'll I'll take it and I'll kind of pretend, but sometimes. Like, especially if it's something that he didn't want to try mm-hmm. originally, and then he kind of, like, got up the courage to do it. Yeah. And then he's, like, turning around around on me, you know? Oh, shit. And he's, like, really, he's, like, you know, his eyes are open really wide. There's, like, they're twinkling like a fucking anime cartoon, you know? And he's, like, he's, like, here, daddy, here for you. And I'm, like, I'm, like, Henry, uh, this is disgusting. He's, like, dada, you must eat the food. <laughs> so then I, like, take it and I, like, take a bite and it's, like, soggy, you know? It's, like, oh, flaccid. It's, it's, like, hanging soggy, down. yep. I'm, like, Henry, what, like, can you just fucking eat the actual food instead of just like licking it and then like rubbing it in the ground yep. and then giving it to me. But of course, you know, beggars can't be choosers. You, you got to teach sharing, right? I mean, that's the thing. That's true. Sharing is caring. You know? That's it. Um. So, uh. yeah. So, so I really enjoyed that talk with John. You mean Jeff. With Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope looking, you enjoyed. I'm at John. You've enjoyed out of the 47 <laughs> episodes we've done so far, there's one that you've enjoyed with me. Whatever the fuck, whoever yeah. these people are. Yeah. With I Jeff. did too. I did too. I thought you know, that was really illuminating. It and, was. Uh, it brought Honest. me back to that place, you know, because we do so quickly move move past it. I mean, for me, it was, you know, eighteen months ago um, or so. For you, it's a, it's a little longer. But I mean, it's it feels like, like it feels like a lifetime ago. You but know? that's the thing because you see pictures we, from back then, and I'm like, who did this happen to? Yeah, you know? it's yeah. crazy. And it does. It, your phrasing there is right. You know, it happens to you. <laughs> it's just yeah. like it feels like this just world changing. Um, event where there's there's some terrible days and it well, you know what it was also a reminder to me that and I know this is obvious and you point it out to me all the time but I'll I'll give it to you we all have different experiences mm-hmm. and we all you know and so for me um, I think it's hard for me to remember exactly how I felt but I did feel like there was some just awfulness frustration anger I could relate to all that. Um, and amidst it, I still, I think there was still some magic when I held that little bundle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think Jeff's going to feel that more too. Um, though I don't know, maybe he'll never will. I, I, <laughs> I couldn't say. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it was like, it was good for, it was a good acknowledgement of just the fact that like, you know, somebody has different perspective or experience of that. And, uh, and that's okay. You know, 
And also, we just almost never engage with people when they're in the midst of that, you know? Well, well, that's true. Partly because yeah, it's just hard. to give them a little space. We give them space, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and also, like, they, they usually, you know, are out of work for quite a while. I mean, because Jeff is doing well, a kind of a if modified... They can, yeah. If they can. Yeah. Jeff is doing sort of a modified paternity thing, like we, both, of, both of us did, where, yep. you know, he comes back and he just kind of an altered schedule. So he's back earlier than other people we know, right. you know who have um, been through this recently. And uh, so we're kind of catching him, like, while he's still in the phase where it's very fresh and it's current, you know? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the time we get these reflective exercises where people talk about what it was like. And you look at these pictures and the pictures are so adorable. Yeah. And you, like, remember what their hair smells like. And you remember, you know, like, all of these magical little milestones where they flip over and they smile. And um, and that, because it, that is so magical, that subsumes all of the, the stuff that happened right off the bat yeah but hearing somebody who's fresh in it talk about it brings me back crazy hard and i remember how pissed and frustrated i was absolutely and how it's genuinely hard you know just physically too you yeah. know that just does so much mentally the, the fact that you don't ever have the sleep that you need and uh yeah you just constantly have to be sort of not just awake but <laughs> really attentive because um, you could kill this person like that's the thing is you could easily accidentally you could smother, smother yeah. the baby by falling asleep I mean, on it it's you know. like on one hand you're right in the vulnerability especially in those first couple of weeks but on the other hand I feel like stuff that you think they're going to be so fragile about, like a fall or this or that, right. they're actually incredibly resilient. I know. But, you know, but in that first few days, especially, it's true. Well, especially so the first time. You yeah. know? Oh, I mean, yeah. The, the, then... the first kid is such a different experience. And part of me wanted to, like, tell him that. Yeah. But I'm also like, A, I don't know if they he want to have a little child. Yeah. He needs a little, a little <laughs> bit of time to, like, dwell on that. I know. How but did that make you feel so in terms of uh, having another kid yourself? Like just in, did he, in hearing him talk, I can't imagine anyone would hear him talk and be like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, sign me up for that but, one. But it always is interesting to me when I experience, you know, more specifically when I'm holding a newborn, you know, from someone I know who's just had a baby. Right. I'm like, oh, I kind of miss elements of this, you know? Oh, I miss it hugely. But but for I me, do. it's, it's uh, I can say it's not to the extent of, of wanting another one. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, mean, I think I'm done. Well, for for me and and for Micah, it's more just the, it's the situation that we're in right now with with like you know her school and and with yeah. you know just figuring out next steps with that stuff and uh, so we we it's not really an option at the moment anyway, right. but it's something that we're kind of like I've said in the past, kind of like open to the possibility of yeah yeah and uh, and yeah you're, every time I interact with people who like have really young babies like that, I remember you know how special it is and also just like the fact that Henry specifically is really aging out very quickly of the baby things. Like That's I mentioned, it. Yeah, like, you know he will probably be potty trained in a week and a half. I'm knocking on every wooden object I can find right now. <laughs> Um, you know, and he's not using his binky anymore, and he's um, he can kind of negotiate now. So when he throws a tantrum, I can kind of talk him down from it by like bartering with him a little bit. Right. Just these things that like really delineate toddlers from yeah from young kids. It's right. just you know it and and as a, as you let go of those moments, which are so fucking precious, you know you 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 miss them because it's a, it's a little bit of a death, like we've mentioned. In That's the past, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, for me, that we, we've also felt like we're, we're not totally closed off, but the more, you know, time elapses, um, and we're like feeling like our window of time to do it just in terms of wanting the kids to be closer in age, right? all that we're feeling less and less, you know, inclined to, but like there is something about closing that off altogether. Like we're not ready for that yet. The Mm -hmm. idea of having a third, you know? Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Like I'm open to the possibility but uh, very much leaning towards no, because the idea of them outnumbering me is terrifying. That they could, because they can mount an insurrection. <laughs> well, you I know? just think about even vacation and the logistics already. How much more complicated it is now with two over just mm-hmm. having the one. Now, granted, if you have a third, your oldest is you know is That's older enough that they can help, and there's that element it of shifts. it. Shifts, yeah. But still, there's like some just basic logistics, even fitting in a car, you know. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I mean, but it's crazy. Even just in our two kid situation, Jude now takes on responsibility sometimes yeah, yeah, you know and especially yeah. i think karate's helped with this too with his like self-discipline quite a bit but i can he's be just like defending henry now everywhere <laughs> just you go. drop kicking every every yeah. potential anyone villain. who comes close he's just he's like <laughs> <laughs> um he's like he hates when i fucking do it he's like he's like dad you sound terrible i'm like i'm like it's a key eye he's like it's aya i'm like no it's not it's Aya. he's like dad nobody says it like that i'm like i do and he's like this is why i don't want to be part how of this family the sensei anymore. says it when he's pooping Aya. Um, exactly that but but I can be like like for example this morning oh which I want to tell you a story about in a minute yeah um, I had to um, get ready and usually you do I, do, I, I don't <laughs> just roll out of bed and come to work but this morning I really had to get <laughs> this ready this morning folks. I had to get dressed to the nines yeah, my face was just I had to do my, my, my peel my rub uh huh um, 
and I was like, Jude, can you just like help Henry get something to eat? You know, and he was like, okay. And he like went downstairs and like helped with that stuff. And he came back up. And then I was like, can you also make sure, like, can you make sure that your backpack has your library book in it? You know, and yeah. things like that. It's like, so he helpful. can do it now. Yeah, you know? same with Grace. So as they get older, you, you can give them more responsibility. That is, and it's super helpful. And they really like it too. You they know, do. that's the thing. And I always feel like, um, I think this maybe came up at one point about chores too, where it's like, it's all about the way you approach it, right? So, yeah. Uh, I feel like it should just be an everyday, you know, helping your sibling or doing chores is just like a thing you do. Yeah. And it's part of your everyday life. It's not like, a, you know, I'm going to give you some reward for doing it or, right. you know, adding these layers of like, you have to do this or, you you know, then you can do this. Um, ideally, it's just like, you know, that's just the thing you do. Right. <laughs> if, I think I'm sure that changes family. as they get older oh, yeah, and, sure. and they become used to the idea of that. But I, I do think when they're young like this, it's it's nice to have a little responsibility. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Grace makes us dinner on Mondays now. That's just like a thing, you know. Well, she sometimes she picks it up from the takeout place, right? (laughs) Calls it in. No, no, she makes it from scratch. She rolls out the dough. She does puts it in the oven. (laughs) She, uh, yeah, oh yeah, she she shoots the game outside. She does, yeah. Cleans it, dresses it, locally sourced. Yep. You know, she picks it from the garden. Grass fed. Um, Grass fed. She slaughters the cow. Um, well, she's very I, natural about it. She's she re- she's all about this back to basics. She is, style, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So her third I feel cookbook pretty good about taught it. me a lot about that. Actually. <laughs> I have to say, I, I was really blown away by how in touch with nature she was as as a as a gastro uh, scientist. Yeah, and what would um, the third book be called? Grace's gastro. I can't. There's no other alliteration I can think of there that fits. It would definitely go something like Grace's gastro. It'd be. And I'm trying to think of a jingle for it. You know. Yeah, none of that was true, just to be clear. She doesn't make dinner at all. She's a best-selling cookbook author. Yeah. So, but she uh, does love cooking with me. All right, you tell does me your she, does story. She really? Yeah, let, let, get let, let, me, let me get this quick story out. Because as we were two episodes ago, John and I both, for some fucking dumbass reason, ordered <laughs> from the in-office delivery system. <laughs> this has happened again, folks. Again today. And you will notice, as we record this episode, we will become increasingly more incoherent, which is really saying something. There's probably we like, start off incoherent. Yeah, it's true. But halfway through, you're probably going to have to hit double speed to get us to normal again. Yeah. You know, that's the way you counteract what's happening right now. Yeah, so on your podcatcher, look for the speed button, okay? Yeah. Get yeah. ready. You're going to have to speed this up, because mm-hmm. we're Anyway, so this morning was fucking crazy. Um, Jude and his kindergarten class have finished the alphabet unit, which has been going on now for 26 weeks, as you can imagine. One letter a week. And they do, they really sort of go like, deep. Um, it's a deep dive into each letter. It's a deep dive. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they go on field trips. Yeah. They do like, you know, they dig in the desert for Cyrillic artifacts to see like this is like, this is the, you know, where the language came from. It's it's this very first time very a B was used. This was the first B. Um so they, but you know, they, they kind of structure the, their their like language curriculum each week around you know a new letter, and they yeah. focus on different animals and different technologies and things that share that letter. And it's like a nice little organizing principle, and it's a big deal because you know every week he comes home with like this little pamphlet and this little book, and he talks about the letter that they that they worked on. So it's been a fun thing for them, and they finally finished with Z last week. And so to celebrate, they all had to dress up as animals from the different letter units that have. Oh. So like today was like their big you know animal celebration day. And they all picked a different letter, or how did that work? <clears throat> Um, I don't. I, I'm sure there's going to be some repeats, but, but I, I think the idea is like everybody dresses up as like whatever their favorite. Okay, they just choose. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not like assigned, you know. Yeah. Um, and so Jude originally wanted to be an alligator, which mm-hmm. I thought was a terrific decision. Probably what I would have chosen. Excellent if, if choice. Shark, if shark had already been taken, which I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, and so my mom, who just got back from Florida with my dad, uh-huh. they were down there for a couple of weeks. She was like, she was like the queen of making costumes for she little kids. She killed an alligator while she was in she, Florida. She dragged it up behind the car. And, and just, he's got a full on, you know, she had to obviously clear out the organs and all the innards. Yes, And it's he hollow. just like puts it on. And he just gets into it and then crawls around. He's got to be around. careful with the teeth because like those are real and those can really and hurt. It was alive a week ago, so those teeth will fucking kill you. Yeah. Yeah. But that's <laughs> the way to do it. Full ass green way. Well, she read about that in Grace's cookbook, actually. Mm-hmm. But back to basics, yeah. how I learned to make costumes out of dead animals in the yard. Yeah, because the thing is, you eat, and then you know you've got the whole carcass still You're left. You're not going to let right? them go to waste. You can't no, eat. You, you can't shouldn't. Eat the skin of the croc. No, I mean you wouldn't want to. You would tough, want to, right? So you got to use it. I mean, and she learned that, of course, you, from her you travels could use with a slow Americans. cooker. You know, break it down over a few days. Yeah, but who has the time for that? But, let's be honest. That's true. I mean, a working child. You know, you're not going to have time for that. That's true. So my my mom, who used to make like all of the costumes for my sister and I. When we were little kids and they had these events, she was like, oh, I'll help him with this alligator costume. So she came up yesterday and, of course, being a full-ass green family Absolutely. member, she came up with like this incredibly elaborate thing. And Jude took one look at it and was like, that's 
I don't want to wear that because it got self-conscious, <laughs> of course. What did it look like? Describe it. Uh, well, I didn't get to see it because this happened while I was oh, okay. at work. I just heard, he I heard the legends of this thing. And he, and he, it must he have was like awesome. It probably had fucking like prostheses. It probably right. had like a, like a robotically huh. controlled head. Was he scared of it? Like, like what, servos what about for it, the eyes. Because it would have gotten too much attention. Because it was too, it was too good. It was like it was too know, full ass. He doesn't yeah. want to like stick out. You know, that's the the risk you take with full ass. That's true. You know? Sometimes the world's not ready for it. It's true. Sometimes they're only ready for half your ass. <laughs> if you're gonna let the other cheek out, you better be ready because people might not be good. It's a half cheek world. It's a half cheek. It's a one cheek, one cheek world. That's right. One cheek. You're right. Thank uh, you for correcting yeah, that syntax. Yeah, more than a half cheek. That's that's nothing. Half that's cheek. Just, that's just skin. I wouldn't want to live in a half cheek kind of world. No, me neither. Frankly, um, and so we uh, so. They kind of had to think on their feet. And my mom was like, well, why don't we try, you know, the yellow jacket for, for Y? Because Jude liked that unit quite a lot. So she made this great costume with him that was, it was it was kind of a last minute thing. But it was, you know, yellow construction paper with electrical tape. Yeah. And then he could wear it kind of like a like a sandwich board. Uh-huh. So it actually like wrapped him up and he looked kind of like a little yellow jacket. It wasn't too big of a deal. Right. It was something he could still play in. You know, it, it had it was more a, of a homemade feel rather than like the movie quality. One right. Than the production made. value of some small independent films. Yeah. Um, wow, and, but she just like that, like made a different one, and then like, yeah, she's amazing. She, she the other one, like what do you? Yeah, she well, she, well, well, you'll, she I'll get to this in now. a second. <laughs> yeah, she's become an alligator. <laughs> she, I'm just imagining one night she wore it, and your your dad comes to bed, and she's just <laughs> in the bed with a full alligator. <laughs> <laughs> How amazing would that I'm be? I'm picturing like a Far Side comic. Like he comes home and she's just like, "What's up, hon?" <laughs> He's like, "See you later, alligator." All that just to be able to say that. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, it's a very man. elaborate, very yeah, long yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So uh so we had this yellow jacket thing and then and then underneath the sandwich board he was gonna wear like a yellow shirt that was like a Godzilla t shirt, but it was primarily yellow, so like the sleeves which would stick out would be yellow. Yeah. It was a nice simple costume, you know. Then of course this morning comes around and Henry has a fever. Okay, so this is all this is now Always. the beginning of so so Micah had to get up at like five o'clock in the morning to go to an open lab because she had a test today, which I hope went well. I will know by the time this airs if it went well. Yeah. Um Good luck, Micah. And uh, yeah, good luck, Micah. I'm gonna knock on some more wood. And uh so she so she was out super early and you know, I had it was another one of these days where I had to get the kids ready and get them to school and blah blah blah. And um it was just like everybody was kind of slow to get going in the morning. Henry, who had had a slight fever last night, woke up with a fever again. Ugh. So there's kind of that layer of complication to it. And then we also had to get him, get Jude maneuvered into this costume, yeah. which was going to add probably 10 minutes, you know, get it buckled in, make sure everything was like working well. Um, and so as I'm getting ready and, and I'm, you know, getting the, I'm finding the fucking ibuprofen for Henry, getting the dosage, I'm like, Jude, um, you know, what are you doing? And, and he's like, I'm getting my costume on. He's like all the way downstairs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, like there's no way that that costume is going to survive Jude putting it on. Right. Alone. I'm like, Jude, just wait, just wait. He's like, I'm almost done. I'm like, Jude, just don't, just, just, just wait, just wait. I'm just giving medicine to him. He's like, I'm almost done. I'm and I just hear, just hear, I, just hear I hear ripping noises oh, no. literally from downstairs. I'm like, Jude, please, please stop, Jude. I have medicine in a syringe in Henry's mouth. Yep. I can't come. Just he's like, I'm almost done. I'm literally saying, I'm like, Jude, and he's like, it's almost there. And I'm just trying to get him to stop doing it. You yeah. know? But yeah. he's of course he's already like committed at this point. Of course. Half full ass. So I get Henry's medicine and I go downstairs and the the costume is just destroyed. Oh, so no. by this point, Jude is trying to fix it, so he's like putting more tape on it. And I'm like, dude, this doesn't look like anything. No. This is just paper with tape on it at this point. So we have to figure something else out. So um, so I called my mom and I was like, do you know where the alligator costume is? Because Jude was like, I kind of wanted to do the alligator anyway. Well, of course, because now he had time that, to think about it. Yeah. You know? And, and I your found... mom goes, I'll be there in two minutes. <laughs> She's like, I'm in a swamp right now, actually. I'm still in. dressed to yeah. Ask, yeah, the alligator. Um and uh, she's like, oh, I took it home because I, did, I didn't think he wanted it. So I'm like, fuck. Now we have oh. three minutes to make it to school. On, of course, you know, and time. Um, Henry is running around still mildly feverish. And, you know, he, for so, oh, also for some reason he was naked because he took his clothes <laughs> off. So Henry's, Henry's running around. Naked. He just, well, he's just, that's his default thing. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. Is, he just wants to like be open. Free. You know? yeah. he, wants, he just wants to be free. I get it. So so Henry's running around. I have to, keep in mind it's cold out and it's rainy. So I have to get Henry dressed again to get him in the car to take both of them to Jude's school to drop him off. So there's yep. that extra layer of complication now. And three getting minutes, Henry countdown. dressed in three minutes is hard under the best of circumstances. But when he's also throwing a fit because he wanted to watch a YouTube video that he saw when my parents were up here, uh, and I can't, I don't have time to fucking put YouTube on for you, Henry. We are in an emergency situation right now. There's ten minutes till school starts. We yeah. have to get on the road. So Jude's sitting there in a puddle of tape and paper, <laughs> and I'm like, Jude, what do we do? 
He's like, let's put tape on my shirt. And I'm thinking, this is not going to work. And I call my mom. She's like, the alligator costume's not there. Why don't you just tape his shirt? I'm like, okay, fine. What does that even mean, tape so his shirt? So we turned his Godzilla shirt inside out. Mm-hmm. I had him just twirl around, and I put electrical tape all over his torso <laughs> in this thing. What and color was it? I mean, it was yellow just, and black. Oh, okay. I mean, so, so it was sort of vaguely a B, you know? Yeah. And he loved it. He was like, this is the best costume ever. I was like, you're damn right. Henry, get your clothes on. That's We're going to amazing. school. amazing. So he was just a B? He was, a, he was a yellow jacket. He, he was what he wanted to be. Yeah. But it was like the layers of having to like wade through chaos to get well to him done, having Sarah. a costume. And then he like got out and he was all excited and I like saw him like running away. And I was like, well, that worked out fine. And then of course I had to sprint to catch the train because by that point we were running so late. So I'm like sprinting to get the train and I realized that I didn't leave my fucking credit card because our oven's getting repaired today. Yep. So I had to like run back, get the nanny the credit card, be like, just sign for me, and then run and get the train. Got here fucking two minutes late for Damn. the staff meeting, but I made it. And here I sit And today. that, my friend, is how you just wing it. That is just fucking running for your life. Which reminds me, we uh, in addition to the segments we've done so far, we wanted to introduce one called Just Winging It, where we actually bring in your stories as listeners, as fellow parents, people, you know, maybe you don't have to be a parent, but just think of a moment where, you know, similar to Patrick's story, of course he does this like daily, but... Um, where you've just winged, wong it, wong, wonged it. We'll say wonged. <laughs> where you just wong it. You know what I mean? Like everybody, we all have these moments where you got to deal, right? You got to adapt. Uh, what was uh, Jeff's line? You know, you just got to modify shit and try it or something like that. I don't know. I don't remember. It was something but like that. I, I also point, don't remember his name apparently. So yeah, yeah. that's true. That's my, true. My word doesn't. But go like far. seriously, I would I would love to hear more of these stories from our fans. Yeah. Um, so share it on Facebook, Just Winging It Podcast, or write to us, dads at gmail.com, and uh, we'll we'll read it out loud on the show, so yeah. if you've got a story like this. And if you want, a mm-hmm. great way to do this is to send a voice memo to our email better. address, because then we can just play it in the audio of the show. That would be even better. You're so smart. I'm just, I'm just fucking brilliant, Sean. Just Winging It Just send dads. it to justwingingitdads at gmail.com, send a voice memo from your phone, it takes one minute, and uh, and if we can, you know, we'll play it on the show. Yeah. I would love to do that. I hope at least one person does. Otherwise, this is going to be embarrassing because we'll have a segment that just doesn't ever, you know, <laughs> take off. Just <laughs> be sitting here like a ripped pile of construction paper yeah. with tape on it. Exactly. On but um, should we transition? To our, let's tr- let's trans. Let's do it. So it also occurred to me this is going to be the first time we're ever going to try this. But I think we should. Uh, I think we should do an audience vote right now in real time. <laughs> on the segment that we're going to do, which is either thawing out, which is coming out of uh, winter into spring, right. or uh, potty training, which we said we wanted to do, and it just occurred to me as you mentioned it. So, so Yeah, that, you- that's something that I, I just, you know, I, I feel like that, we can, we can get to that, you know, after it's done. All right, but the long fine. story short, just, so to, not just, just to reiterate to the situation. I mean, the real-time vote, to be clear, was going to be phony. You know, I was just going to pretend. Right? Yeah, you, you, well, well we're, I mean, you're, you are, to be fair, closing your eyes and, you know, looking in your imagination for, you know... People telepathically from well, the actually, future. Well, actually, I had an implant, an AI implant oh, that connects me. God, here we go again into social media, so that I actually, I don't even have to ask people. It'll just people will get the thought telekinetically, which will be random. They'll just be like in the middle of their day, and they'll be like, "Why do I all they'll of a sudden? Like, yeah, why do I all of a sudden feel I've like influenced John from just winging a podcast? Yeah. He's asking me what show they should do. Yeah, but then they, of course, will answer without even wanting to. It's a perfect one to one. That'll get right to me, and then and that's how you become the influencer, uh, which is your super villain alter ego. That's good. I like it. The, the influencer, influencer. Yeah. but it have to be an influencer. MC an Tumbleweeds. Yeah, they're both. They both work. I mean, MC Tumbleweeds isn't influencing anything. Let's be <laughs> MC Tumbleweeds about that. is just in our hearts. You know. Yeah. All right. So, so, well, so the, the, but just just briefly, just to wrap the potty training thing up for now. The the long story short, which I mentioned on our last episode, is that I am as part of my New Year's resolution. Taking time off because I don't want to. I, I want to use my paid time off this year yep. and not have any rollover. And Jude has a school vacation week coming up. Micah does not, so she's going to be in class the whole time. And you know, usually we like to take family trips, but we can't. So I'm just going to stay home with Jude and, and Henry for that week. And it seems like a good time because Henry has been alluding to it quite a bit to try to commit to potty training. Yeah. And so my my plan, since I'll be there to clean up and everything, is basically just to like let him run around naked for two days or so. Um, and then just like when he has to go, help him get to the, to the potty. I'll keep the potty next to where we're playing. You know, yeah, yeah. And clean it up. And hopefully he'll kind of get used to the idea of going to the potty. We'll see if it works. Who fucking Good knows? luck. I think that that's a very common practice. Yeah. I've yeah, heard, it's not I've like groundbreaking. It I, yeah. I, mean, it's, <laughs> I think that's just sort of what people do. For the first time in history. Um, well, but let me know I think, how it goes. I think, it'll, I think it'll work. And if it doesn't, it'll just be, it'll probably be funny. It's going to get messy. It's going to get You're going to have yeah. some stories, no doubt. Oh my God, that's right. I'm going to have so many stories for this podcast. Yeah, you are. 
Oh my God, just hold on to your butts. All right. Okay, so this is the official transition now to thawing out. You know, speaking of the word transition, I'm, I'm already fucking that up. God damn it. You know, we were talking about like family. You family, can't for uh, one minute stay focused, <laughs> I can had you? one second on that. We have like, you know, the family lexicon like we were talking about, the yeah. slang. Yeah. And so one of those is like we abbreviate the names of like franchises. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, like, for example, um, you know, for like for like Avengers, like we'll just say like, like Avengers, Avengers. <laughs> That's how Henry says it, you know. Yep. Yep. Um, and we were in a store the other day and there were like these amazing Transformers action figures. And I was like, Henry, look, trannies. And I was like, uh... oh, oh, my God. I just said. And I, <laughs> Michael was like, what? I was like, trans, trans Transformers. But I like shouted it That's in the store. Amazing. And uh, I didn't even think about the fact yeah. that I was saying trannies. <laughs> That's the danger with family lexicon. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway. Uh... So, transitioning. I mean, we're transitioning to a new season here. And, uh, you know, we recently had a winter episode, which I don't know why we waited until March to record that one. <laughs> yeah, that was a little when late. Was <laughs> I mean, to be fair, New England winter this year didn't really come. Like, it just, like, it, we had some pretty mild uh, days, and then there were a few cold ones, I guess. But And then it was hot. And then it was hot. And, and then it, it was, snowed. like, a little cold, and then it snowed, In and March. then it was hot again. So, you know, now we're thawing out from it. We're uh, We're slowly, you know, we're getting moments or glimpses into the warm weather. Um, and some of our weekends here. And I feel like, for me at least, being outdoors is just much more on my mind now with the kids. So, like, one thing I've tried to do is uh, our, our uh, daycare is only flu block, a few a flu blocks. <laughs> this a is the food. Box. This is what happens. We're getting hungry. It's true. This is when it's oh going to start. Yeah. Mark your calendars. We're failing. It's, yeah, this is it. Mark your calendars? That doesn't make sense. I'm getting either. fucking hungry too. Yeah? This, is, this is it. Yeah. So my daycare is a few blocks away from my house, which is just awesome to, you know, to, for that to happen. Right. Um, it's like a five minute walk. And I decided rather than usually on my way home, I'll pick up the kids in the car and then I'll, you know, go home. Um, But what I've been doing now and really trying to do it every day, unless it's like raining because I don't want to deal with that, um, is go, I go home and then I walk to the daycare and I walk them back home. Mm -hmm. And it just makes such a difference, even just to get that little time outside. Um, You know, for the kids, I feel like it's great because actually their daycare doesn't really do much outdoors. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, it's great because I'm usually inside all day, you know, working. And so it's just like another moment where it doesn't dramatically change, you know, my schedule um, and, you know, force me to have to, like, find new ways of getting outdoors. It's just an obvious one. Um, so we've been doing that daily. And it comes at a time when Luke just does not want to be contained. He hates, hates going what to time, the car what time seat. time is it? Um, well, what I meant by that is at a time, his age right now. <laughs> age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just doesn't ever want to be in a car seat. Um, right. So, so you but know. Also, what time of day are we talking about? Just so I can get a visual. Oh yeah, it's like four thirty. Okay, so yeah. pretty late. Yeah. yeah, yeah, after daycare. Yeah, right. So, or no, I guess it's closer to five that I picked them up. Yeah, yeah, because this is after work for you. So right. You right. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're just walking home every day, and it's gotten to the point where Luke is just cannot wait to leave daycare now because he just loves walking. Um, of course, there's like a it's a really treacherous hill that he has to walk up. Um, I was going to gonna say, the, topographically speaking, you guys it's are a rough in a challenging spot. It's yeah. a rough neighborhood. It's a rough, <laughs> it's a rough fucking neighborhood. But he does fine. You got turkeys. You got topography. It's tough, man. What other T word Torpedoes. do we have? Torpedoes, yeah. And tornadoes. Tornadoes. So he, of course, walking on uphill on a, in concrete, I'm always worried that he's just going to fall face first. Oh, my God. Which he's done a couple times, and it's horrifying, but he's been okay. Um, and then he like skins his face, which is just it's awful. so it's so severe because they know. like can't protect themselves. I know. So when they fall, it is horrible. It is. Um, but unfortunately, Grace now is at the point where she doesn't want to do it anymore because she says she's tired. Her legs are tired. You know. <laughs> oh my god, legs are tired. Um, and That's I'm like, you know what? Jude talk it, right? yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know what? Well, this is what we're doing. So this, is, if you want to get Jude. home, this is how we're going to get home. Right. Um, but anyway, I'm rambling. The point here is really just looking for those opportunities to be outdoors more. And I, I think you're really good at this um, based on what I've heard about your hikes. And uh, I just feel like you know now that they can both walk. It's just a great, it's going to be a great spring for us to be able to just spend a lot more time outside. So here's the thing. When you guys are on this walk home. Yeah. Well, I, I, have, a, I have a few questions for you. Okay. So first off, do you carry Grace on your shoulders when she says she's her legs are tired? I rarely, it has to get to a really bad point. I, I really want her, even if she doesn't want to, to just walk because I think, I think it's good for her, the exercise, mm-hmm. especially she's been contained all day. Um, so I try to really set a high bar. So like, yeah, if, if it gets to the point where, you know, Luke's running up ahead, she's complaining so much that it's just like annoying to deal with. Right. Which is, by the way, this is a terrible parenting choice because <laughs> it's just reinforcing. Um, but it, honestly, it's rare that I have to do it. Right. Um, and like if we go for a longer walk to a park, 
And then on our way back, she's tired. I'm like, all right, that's legit. She has small legs. We're mm-hmm. walking miles or whatever. It, it is a lot of exercise. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this, in this case, though, the day-to-day thing, it's not that much, so she can deal. Right, right, right. I, I See, for a while, I tried to really avoid... You fart? You're taking a fart over there? What are you doing? I think that was the... I mean, I would tell you if I farted. That Did was you actually not? just No, that was... I think that was the sound of... Uh, the audio. No, I didn't hear anything. The... But you lift, you backed up and lifted <laughs> a fucking leg in the air. Did I lift like I lifted my whole body? Yeah, you like. like... <laughs> you just farted, John. Oh, man, I'm really live did. on I, air. I swear to you, I would tell you that just reminded me. Have you read the New Yorker about indoor? Um, I was moving my foot. That's what I was doing. Oh, you still look like you're farting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just constantly. It hasn't even stopped. Like... I've just been. <laughs> did you read the New Yorker about indoor? Um, uh, air pollution? No. Okay, well, never mind. I won't get into it, but um, they use these sensors that can, de- you know, they're studying these groups in in like, in a home environment where you do normal tasks, right. and the thing is so sensitive that it can it can sense a fart, you know, <laughs> oh so if someone's just silent in the room, and um, you can just imagine the, the meter go, <laughs> you know? Our house would be just constantly, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, um, so you're going to ask me more questions. Well, so yeah, apparently so, this is fascinating. This walk home. Well, well, because there's a lot going on. So, so when I is start, there? there's more questions coming too. So just sit tight, but don't fart. Well, you can <laughs> fart if you want to, but I'll call you out on it. So when 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 uh, Jude was younger and he would get tired, I, yeah. I would kind of try to push him through it a little bit. Uh huh. And then I realized that it wasn't like he he because he doesn't get exercise past that point. Like when they're dragging their feet like that, yeah, it's not like they're aerobically you know using anything. Like they're just. <laughs> Tired and miserable, right? So what I what I've been doing more lately because he still does he you know says his legs are tired he has growing pains so he says like you know his legs hurt sometimes yeah. so what I do is I put him on my shoulders. What do you mean by growing pains? Are you saying like as he's growing there's like pain associated? Did you not with... have that as a kid? No, not that I can recall. Yeah, it's like a thing. Really? I had terrible growing pains. Yeah, <laughs> I did, and I actually which is which is unfortunate because I ended up fucking short. So I'm like it was all it was all worth. So is this just the thing it. where your body's growing so fast that it's like you know it's just painful to? I mean, yeah, that's it's what just like it's like comes the, the pain, from right that term. Yeah, it's like the the pain of like you know bones growing and, and not having like good support for it yet. And you know, wow, I never realized. But for that me, was a actually, thing. what what I'm, started I'm still pretty out sure as, you might be making that up. No, this is not an ass talking segment, John. <laughs> all right, the uh, growing pains for me actually got so bad that I I was diagnosed with juvenile arthritis. Did I wow. ever talk about this? No. Yeah, I had juvenile arthritis. Like I was like. I was like studied. Like I had to go to this like studied. clinic. I was like picked apart like in like an animal. Like I'm yeah. not a monster. <laughs> Doing a double sided mirror thing. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> just <laughs> watching you day to day. Just you jumping know? on like a monkey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had to go get like MRIs and, and things like that. I had I had juvenile arthritis and, and I still have wow. some lingering issues from it. Like I, I um I have uh, like I got a lot of rotator cuff injuries when I was on the golf team in high school as like because I had some joint issues. I had no and idea this was a thing. <laughs> yeah, so, something I live with. You know, every day it's a it's a struggle. And here I was know. making fun of it. <laughs> the struggle is real, John. Yeah, the struggle is real. So okay, keep going. But anyway, so so oh, God, I'm getting so off. It's because I'm fucking hungry. I'm getting so off task right now. So Jude has slight growing pains. He's tired. So what I do now is I'll put him on my shoulders for like 20 seconds yeah. and I'll be like, all right, now you can walk in. That's fair. And then he always is completely reset by that point. Yeah. So I, I've, I realized that like, it's kind of okay for me to like cater to him a little bit and then make sure that like he, you know, gets, gets that makes total in. sense. So the other question was, um, is Luke, so Luke is walking obviously. Yeah. Is he staying kind of close to you or is he constantly going up ahead? Oh man, he always wants to just keep, actually more than going up ahead, what he wants to do is stay somewhere and explore. That's my third question. And it's and it's this tricky thing, right? Where um, you want to encourage that exploration, right? They're at that age where that's all they're I doing. I do, but hang on. That's my third question. Okay, go ahead. Hang on to that thought. Go ahead. Hang on. All right. So going back to this thing about Luke going up ahead. Yeah. When so so when he diver- when he diverts from the path. Yeah. Um, do you immediately tell him to come back or no? I. It depends. If he's going somewhere, like onto someone else's property, and like you know, heading towards their door or something, then I will pull him. Because I don't want him to like you know, it crosses a boundary in my mind. Right. Um. And if it's just exploring like some sticks on the ground, which also happens, I try to give him a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then it's this thing where if your other kid gets too far ahead, then you you're you're pulled by them. So I'm like you know I'm yelling to Grace stop right because right. I don't want her to go to the next street. Um. And she's usually pretty good about that. But then I have to get Luke caught up. So that is complicated. Mostly right? the situation. Whereas if I were just walking with Luke, I would probably let him spend more time mm-hmm. just exploring. Because again, I like I want to encourage that. Right. And that's it's, wait, that's question three. Don't get right, it right, yet. Right, that's right. question three. I have, I have data here. Okay. When will you get? Go Hang ahead. On. But go question ahead. two. So so what this I have what C? I have realized is this? this is this is just two. This is there's no letters in this. All Thank right. you very much. For question two, I found that I 
become like a fucking yelling idiot when I have yeah. both kids alone and I'm walking somewhere. Oh, yeah. And I'm always like, Henry, like, come back. Jude, like, why are you, why are you jumping off the fucking garbage can? Like, Henry, get out of the toilet. Like, what, totally. why is there a toilet in your, this lawn? I'm like, I'm like yelling at both <laughs> You're kids. You're like narrating the whole walk, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that, that, that brush could hit you. That branch is going to poke your eye out. Yep. And then I'm like, why am I so paranoid like they're just walking around right? and then a car comes by and i'm like they could both be murdered i by that know car. i do this thing it's this trade-off it's a huge trade-off right? i know and grace now you know she's been really good about staying on the sidewalk and i always am like i want to give her a little bit of space and trust her mm-hmm. you know she's she's three and a half gonna be four uh this summer wow um yeah. which is wild i know that's crazy but i'm like i it, there's this trade-off between that and like wanting her to have some autonomy and like you know um, becoming more confident but then also knowing that all it takes is like one time where she just runs out into the street and a car is coming and and I'm like what I, <laughs> and that's and, it and then I regret it for the rest of my life because I was right. trying to like give her some autonomy it, you know what I mean and it destroys your life right like, it's literally like, right so I, I'm with you so, it it's is so such hard. a tightrope walk and especially when we go to busier places like like for example we go to like one of the towns next to us is more of kind of a city it's like a small city outside of Boston and metropolis. we go there for it's a, it's a bustling metropolis it's Gotham City <laughs> and we go there for um, you know like that's where the comic store is that's where a lot of the errands we go it's where the Indian grocery store they go to yeah. is. so when we go there like we spent a it's, a, it's even got like the video game place that we visit. So like we go up and down the main drag quite a bit when we go there on the weekends. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's got sidewalks, but it's also just full of people and there's cars everywhere. Yep. And Jude never goes off the sidewalk. Like he always stays on, but he also like runs like crazy all up and down it. Right. And I am like grabbing Henry's hand because a lot of the time this is like, I'll take the boys and give Micah some time to you know catch up on work or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And I'm like, so worried I have this like crazy fear that Henry's gonna slip his hand I out because he dr- tries to do and then get all into the time. a gorilla cage and then somehow be yeah be abducted and then shot out of an airplane for some reason and then and then Jude is like just becoming a pinpoint on the horizon because he's running so far away yeah and it's really tough it's like a very complicated scenario hang on let's get to question three okay all right you've earned it john you've earned it finally so question, question three, three exploration because th- mm-hmm. this ties more into the thought um, chapter three chapter exploration three. this is actually i'm taking cues from the chapter headings of grace's fourth cookbook which That's is right. a masterpiece it's already winning exploration awards. actually is my favorite chapter because it just takes this alternative approach where rather than being so tied down to each you know recipe list right it's exploration it's like Try new things, mix it up. You know, don't just use all recipes for everything. It's amazing that she has that wisdom at yeah. the age of literally. As long as three. you have a basic I mean, understanding of the alchemy behind it, it it actually can work. Salt, fat, acid, heat. Yeah, go to town. You Exploration. Know? Exploration. That's that's her. She's hashtag. really ahead of her time. She's amazing. I'm proud of her. It just just cutting edge. So I think uh, that. Uh, um, I mean, hang on, I'm distracted because I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about the three. food that's sitting outside the door right Question now for us. Three. Yeah, so ex- exploration. So this is this is something that I have put a ton of effort I'm sure, into. yeah, you're all about this. <laughs> well, 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 not just about exploring. What I mean but, by that is the sense of adventure and the exploration. Like, y- you know, you're someone who I hear often say you want to, like, encourage that kind of exploration I and adventurousness. Do, but I'm also very much like I, I... You're also a paranoid shit. I'm also paranoid and I want to get places. <laughs> and I'm always in a hurry, as you know, by me running to catch every train that I've ever yeah, caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're we're busy. We do a lot of stuff. And, and yeah. I always, like, find myself torn between this this wanting to allow time to dilate with exploration so like that. with you, man. And wanting to just, like, get to the grocery store so we can buy the butter <laughs> that we needed to finish Grace's cookbook, you know, and then yeah. coming back. Yeah. And, and I have – this is something that I actually feel very strongly about. It is better when they explore – when they want to explore – to do it yeah i think that is just better and i think that if you remember that the priority when you're with kids and it's a beautiful day outside the priority to me has become allowing them to explore and being late to whatever i had to do that was probably less important than this moment and i am always battling that internally i am always coming back to this like wanting to get to where we had to go or wanting to get back or you know I'm, i'm i'm tired i just want to go home and like just chill out so true and um, and allowing them to explore and then also to get hurt because a lot of the time exploration means climbing on rocks and, you know, tripping. It's experimentation. Going yeah. Right. Like until they get hurt, they don't know what hurt is or how to get hurt. Yeah. Um, and so I'm with you. I think I think it uh, is it always this struggle, you know, which it's nice to hear that you also go through it and you're not just always like this adventurous, you know. Oh, no, I am. Hero. I am always struggling with this. Um, really. Because where it feels most obvious to me and I have to check myself is when we are. You know, we're just walking home or we're just walking to like a playground and I'm more focused on 
getting to the place so that we can then play more. Like, let's say it's walking to right. the playground, right? And I'm like, I want to get there before it gets dark so that we can actually play. Whereas they're lingering. And I'm like, wait a minute. What is the real point of this, right? It, it's, it's the journey of it. It's the fun of walking to it. And if they, you know, if they get held up by things on the way, that's fine. It doesn't matter. We're, not, we're just going to the playground like to you're, play more. It's not, it's not like you're going there so that you can have time while they're playing. Like, like exactly. You, like it's all part of the same experience. And right. If they, they're the ones with the great value add out of doing it in the yeah. first place, yeah. right? Like, they're the ones who are going to the playground to yeah. play. You're just going to go there and sit there and, you know, let them play. And, and that's where it does feel the mo- stupid to think, you know, let's just focus on getting there. Right. Let's do it. Because right. there are times on the flip side where, you know, you do have to make it to something. Either it's an event that they're part of, like a birthday or whatever, or it's actually, you know, something that you're part of. Of course, like there's different, yeah. And then you have to be, you know, you have to be uh, a little bit more regimented to try to get them there to, you know, you're going to be late. That's always just the case (laughs) now with uh, kids. But, but, you know, you have to get them there. But the point is, if you're going to do that and be in that mode in some instances, maybe most, because that's life now, everything's scheduled, Mm -hmm. then not giving them that time to just like wander and explore, I feel like is really, um, it's a loss. And, and yeah. so I try to also be mindful of that so that like when you can do that, it's just amazing. And, and I actually, I think I had mentioned it on this show at one point, um, this blogger that I had read, Angela said, Lansbury, Angela Lansbury, who said she let her daughter a little awkward cause her daughter's like, you know, 60, 75, that's yeah. fine. Um, just she, she planned, she had a day that was just unplanned and let her daughter, they started outside. They knew they were going to like go for a walk and she just let her daughter lead like mm-hmm. the whole, for the whole day. You know, it was just this like neat thing where this baby led meandering. Um, <laughs> I love it. Right? We should coin that right we now. We should. Um, and I love that idea. Like I honestly, you know, I don't know that I would ever do a full day of that, but, uh, I'd go out of my mind and we'd all just end up at like the ice cream store all day, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, you know, that would be a pretty That's good day. There are worse places to spend a day. That's true. Um, but yeah, there's something great about that because th- as we've also talked about on the show, so much of their lives is dictated and controlled, mm-hmm. you know, and especially I feel like with working parents where they're sent off to different things and, um, I don't know. I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's another helpful reminder for me too, to like allow that wandering to happen more. Right. And, and, and uh, along the baby led meandering thing. Yeah. Um, like what I was, what I was thinking is like, they, they are the end user who's going to be getting the benefit <laughs> of going to the playground in the first place. And they are telling you the that user. there are other interesting things that they want to do. And it's right. their time anyway. Yeah. So like, why are we imposing our strictures on it? And the reason is because we've forgotten what to being a kid is like, you know, that's right. And being a kid, I mean, for one thing, because of, you know, just the relative length of their lifespan, like time is a much different thing for them. Yeah. You know, like a, a trip to CVS for that for us is six minutes of just like kind of low grade stress for them. is like an, they have no idea right? how long it's going to take. Imagine how each right? day, like if you were to actually do the math out, right. And think about how minuscule a day is for us compared to the, our lives yeah. versus a day for them compared to their lives. Well, I mean, think about it. Grace is three. You're yeah. 30, basically. So yeah. that's yeah. 10 times longer. Right. You know? think that's about right. That. That's a good right? point. Yeah, yeah. So, so so an hour for her is 10 hours for man. you. That's like fucking huge. But yeah. the other thing is that you know because you can read and because you have, well, I, mean, I assume you can read. I mean, you know, I I've be gotten pretty far without it. Um, it's, it's, it's an inspirational story, yeah. I gotta AI. say. It's, it's, it's <laughs> your AI. Yeah. And your daughter's writing cookbooks, which is amazing. <laughs> but like, but you, but you know the schedule. Right, yeah, like yeah, you know what's yeah. happening, you understand how long things take. Kids don't know. I'm a that. slave to the schedule. Is the problem? Well, so am I, and so That's I think thing. I think anybody who is successful yeah. in terms of uh, quote unquote like societally successful, yeah. in terms of being able to like maintain a job and be places on time <laughs> and things like that, like in the this basic, culture, the basic right? strictures of adulthood in the United States. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are beholden to the calendar that we go by, you know? And not only that, but there's also the element of unplanned time or maybe planned isn't the right word, but we have, not only are we, there's that adult child dynamic, but there's also the world that we live in and the technology and the fact that we have zero um, actual dead time and it's always filled with something that we do, right? If, If I'm in a car waiting for something, for my train in the morning, I'm gonna check email. And I do know, something. I hate that. And and so when I pee, kids, I fucking take my phone out to right? look at emails. Yeah, I, I haven't like, gotten why yet am to I that doing point. That? Pooping definitely, but oh, peeing. God, pooping. I'm fucking reading novels. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. You could get yeah, I whole projects done while I'm pooping. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but with uh, w- now that's totally distracted me. Oh, but the, the with kids, so much of their time. I feel like should be unplanned still, especially before they get into school and, and an older yes. age in school, because what else do you ever have that opportunity, you know? So I'm really worried about that because I think 
I think it's becoming earlier and earlier that we plan everything. And, you know, we yeah. talked about play dates and even that term um, is so, it's so different than now. Whereas, you know, used to just show up places, I mm-hmm. guess, which is horrifying, I know, but. Well, I think it's one of the great challenges that our generation of parents faces. And I, I, I really right. mean this. I was talking to my mom about it while she was in her alligator costume. I was like, of listen, course. you know, when I was a kid, I would, I would just be gone like i for, for hours i would come home from school and i'd be like i'll see you in a little bit and then i would just come home when it was getting dark out and i would be all over the town i'd be meeting up with different friends and i'd be you hiking remember how I'd be biking magical that was and it was incredible and i remember that feeling of time dilation how i felt like this night would go on forever yeah. it was a real sensation yeah and when you have 900 things to think about every day and you have work due the next day and you have to like you know remember to like show up for a call at eight o'clock because of time zone differences and things it it destroys that if you let it. Yeah. And so what I'm trying to be better about is realizing that even if I am a very progressive parent and I'm trying to allow for a lot of unstructured time for the kids and I'm challenging my own preconceptions when we go on walks and saying, go explore, let's forget it, let's be, let's be late to this thing that it's okay to be late to. Even though I'm doing all of that, there will be a substantive difference in the childhoods of my kids versus my childhood. That's right. Because That's the right. world isn't like that. It isn't anymore. By and large in the yeah. United States anymore. Yeah. We are too paranoid and too aware of so many dangers. And it is really yeah. difficult for me to imagine just saying bye to Jude as an 11-year-old and having him come back at nighttime. I know. You know what I mean? It's a different world. The weird so, thing is that we're, you know, we're more aware of all the dangers. And yet, um, from what I understand... There are less of them, like crime and things right. like that. Are it's less prominent, even though we hear about it more and we think it's like more um, uh, prevalent. It isn't, right. and so you know that's another part of this where it's like I don't know. I think I do feel like something has to shift in how we parent to allow that. Um, you know, there's an aspect of helicopter parenting there that I think you know needs to shift or whatever. Um, and now I'm just hungry, so I'm just going to trail off. Well, I mean, <laughs> now I'm just going to let my stomach grow. But the thing is, this is like, we know that that's the situation that we're in. Yeah. It is the reality of the world that we live in. We are not going to significantly challenge that reality. Like, I will probably know where my kids are, for the most part, up until they go to college. GPS you know? tracker. <laughs> yeah, we implant I mean, them. the funny thing is, I said that jokingly, but that's not even all that crazy anymore with, like, There's Tile. Black Mirror episodes about it, I know. Yeah, yeah well, Tile, tile right, you exactly. just put it, yeah, yeah, put it on their back. I know, it's a... It's a and it's, I, get, I get it, like, I'd wa- I kind of put this part of me that would want to do that. Right. But there's also, like, most of me that would think that would be terrifying yeah. and would never yeah. want to. But my, my point being that I think this is a challenge for us to take up where, even though we live in a different world, in a world where we're more aware, I mean, in a world, in a world, I mean, fucking sexual, uh, you know, fucking deviant assault, yeah. like no, knowing how many of them are out there. I like know. Knowing the I register. Know. I have a, a map of registered sex. Ugh, offenders I haven't in our done area. that in mine yet. I can't it's even. Hor- it's, it's, I'm, it's makes me want to barf, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but being aware of things doesn't mean you have to be constantly afraid of them. And That's so right. my challenge for myself as a parent will be to always seek out ways to satisfy both the natural curiosity and the desire to be free that my kids have Mm -hmm. with my knowledge of real dangers and trying to make sure that I can do what I can to protect the kids. That, to me, is like the biggest challenge with the JD, right? Protecting them, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's well put. Um, Yeah, I think that's that's probably a good place to end it. I don't know exactly what this episode was about, but uh, I think (laughs) it was was helpful. It was about thawing out. Yeah, sure. Let's go fucking eat something. All right, talk to you later. See you. Bye. Bye.